everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm all right. How's your weekend? Good. Yesterday, I I like went to brunch yesterday. Honestly, I love brunch. Like, <laughs> I just I went to brunch twice this weekend, and I could not be happier. I feel like I have a very polarizing opinion on brunch because I don't really care for it. Oh, yeah, but I don't like eggs, so I feel like That's the purpose the of brunch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I love that. Like yesterday, I had eggs Benedict, and today I had French toast, and it's just mm. so versatile. Yeah, I do. I don't mind French toast as long as it's not super eggy. But no, yeah, I feel like yeah. brunch combines my two least favorite things, which is like eggs and getting up early on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of my brunches was at like twelve thirty, so we'll use the term brunch loosely. <laughs> and this morning was that See, that kind of that kind of brunch I'm okay with because usually lunch options are like mm-hmm. so socially acceptable at that point in time. So I'm like, okay, I can go and just have like regular human food. Yeah. But like, there's just you know, like brunch is like because it's become so popular, it's like an expensive meal. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting pancakes, which cost like six cents to make, <laughs> and I'm paying forty two dollars here for like. It's like sugar high that I'm going to be hungry from in, in 25 minutes. Right. So. If you don't like eggs, brunch is hard. But then the rest of yesterday, I was like laid up because I'm 100 years old. And <laughs> I had this crank in my neck. <laughs> brunch too hard. Too hard. Too hard. No, it had been building for like three days. But yesterday was like very bad. And I couldn't even watch the Flames game. Which oh. they redeemed themselves from the Thursday catastrophe. They did, but it was scary. There was like a really big hit on uh, Oliver Shillington, which like there hasn't been a lot of information released, but I don't think they had a practice today. So it's like tomorrow. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, he tweet, he, he reposted some photo at like four in the morning. So, I mean, he's yeah. alive. <laughs> he's probably under like strict concussion watch exactly. of like don't go to sleep. That point in time, that was my thought. Is he's like under under concussion protocol? Someone's keeping him awake. Yeah. So I assume he's not going to play the next game, but like at least he seems okay-ish. Honestly, mostly I was wondering of like who is responsible for a player when they like don't have a significant other. Like who has to go and like make sure that they stay alive through the night? Like what person on the training staff's job is that? That's a valid point. But like I because I didn't watch the game, like I could only see the little clips on Twitter. And like man, Jacob Markstrom just coming to the rescue, like throwing off his his mask, like shielding. Just like play like the Rocky theme music or something. Like he fully went into like superhero mode, trying to make sure that the scrum didn't land on Shillington as he was passed out on the ice. There at first, I was like, "Is he trying to revive him? Like, what is happening?" But then I realized, like, you could see the scrum going on. 
Well, there have been instances like that in, I've seen it in soccer, um, where a player got knocked out and basically was like choking on its, yeah. on their tongue. And like, I think it was the opposing goalie came and like basically had to like fish the tongue out of the person's oh. mouth. Um, well, like, which like, I'm assuming as like the teammate of that person, you're initially like, what is that guy doing to our player kind of thing? <laughs> but, is he taking him out? What's happening? Yeah. It was good that, like, he did, like, I mean, obviously he had to protect to make sure that their, like, bodies didn't fall on him, especially the way he kind of landed. Like, it looked like it was going to be a pretty bad neck back yeah. injury. Um, but I mean, per Daryl Sutter, he's fine. And I just don't know what level of fine Daryl considers. Like, I don't think he believes in concussions. So <laughs> what is, like, our measurement protocol here? That's like when people say they have a high chance of getting sick after the vaccine. It's like, okay, but what sick are we talking about? Are you talking about a fever for a day or like what? What is your yeah. level here? That's what I would like to know. The sniffles or like what's happening mm-hmm. there. But yeah, it was um, it was a good game. So the 10 game win streak ended with a in, in full of, like collapse fashion, which honestly I feel is better. Yeah, yeah. Like, Make a close game your end of your losing streak kind of thing. And just like, let it go. And, like, if we were going to go out, like, I'd rather just have a blowout. Like, just yeah. one blowout and let's get back on the train of winning. Like, all that told me is that I have a new hatred for Chase Claypool. <laughs> so, I didn't expect that on my bingo card this week. But yeah. he was at the game in Vancouver. Um, and so he is a receiver for the Steelers. Um, also more famous for his, like, TikTok TikToks. dancing. As Juju also is. Yes, um, but hasn't been as, as as much trouble as Juju. But, you know, a, a great, like, there's not a lot of Canadian players in the NFL, and he's one of yeah. the ones who've done well for himself. And, you know, so kind of cheered for him that way. But then he was at the Canucks game, and, like, the Flames lost badly. It was 7-1 was the final. And so they were like, oh, they put up a touchdown because there's a football player in attendance. And he was like, Flames suck. And I was like, that looks, like, really petty oh, as a right. professional athlete. Like, everyone has bad games. Like, I'm sorry. You know, did, like, the Steelers do very well this season? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, and, and Claypool didn't even really play. He had an injury for a lot of the season, yeah. too. So, like, anyways, I was just like, well. Now I really I'm not cheering for the Steelers. <laughs> well, um, so. Michael Bublé was there and honestly forgot he existed because it's not Christmas time. <laughs> mm. But like, I, I truly was like, wow. And then they were, they said he was expecting his fourth child. And I was like, I, I've missed this. Like, oh, I had whole... seen it. And I had seen it on Bublé talk, which apparently I, is the algorithm. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. <laughs> I don't really know how it happened, but I had seen that he was having a fourth child on TikTok. (laughs) I mean, he did really well with the commercials for like the bubble drink. Um, Yeah, bubbly, that sparkly water. But um, you know what? Great for him. He's obviously a Canucks fan. And that's fine. That's, I mean, that's. I respect people who were like born and raised in the city and they are committed to that team. Like, go for I don't really want you to just be a bandwagoner on whatever other team you're like in. So hopefully I, he did not. I mean, I turned it off after two nothing because I was like, this isn't going to go. I just know this is not going to go well. So it's time to go watch something less depressing. Criminal minds. (laughs) 
Oh, man. But it has been a fairly depressing week. Um, So obviously, the the Russian invasion of Ukraine happened um, this week. And so it's created, like, obviously, it's a horrible situation over there. But in terms of the stuff that we kind of talk about, um, a lot of impacts on the sporting world right now, too. Yeah. So they moved the um, championship league final was supposed to be in Russia, Sochi, maybe. Um, And they've, so they've moved that out of Russia. F1 has come out and said they're canceling their um, Sochi race, which is like in September. So there's that gone. And I think from what I heard is a lot of the racers before F1 canceled it said they were going to boycott it. Like yeah. the world champion said he was going to boycott it, a few others. And it's like, okay, why? But like, no one's going to go watch if those people aren't racing. So, yeah. Um, Many of the World Cup qualifying fire games have been canceled now because the opposing teams um, refuse to play, which will probably impact Russia's ability to qualify for yeah. the World Cup. And um, they've come out and said that the. Um, IIHF should consider banning Russia from competing in the world juniors. So it's interesting because there's obviously been that conversation. The the world juniors, it was announced um, earlier this week too, that it's going to now be played in August August. in Edmonton. So the the tournament that was canceled has been rescheduled. Um, And so Russia was the team that created quite a bit of stir on the flight home. (laughs) So they banned from that anyways. Like there was already problems that were happening there. So, um, but Wayne Gretzky basically came out and said that the IHF should not allow or should put the sanctions on. And so, but the IHF released a statement saying they condemn the situation, but they said nothing about, um, cause, cause people are saying both Russia and Belarus should be, cause they're essentially complicit in this whole situation yeah. with yeah. Ukraine. But, um, so, I mean, that's still a ways away, but I think Russia was also due to host the men's uh, world, world championships as well as they were hosting the next year's world juniors. Um, so that'll obviously have to be rescheduled and everything yeah. like that there. Um, as well as a whole bunch of teams from like the KHL have like withdrawn from the league. There's a bunch of like sponsors that are Russian based um, that they're, you know, those sponsorships are being like removed from jerseys or advertisements in stadiums. Um, the Chelsea uh, Premier League team, they're owned by someone who's from Russia. And he like stepped down from the charitable portion of their club. I don't really know what kind of the pure intent was behind that, but I think just kind of distancing himself from like yeah. the charity p- portion. So, um, so I it's guess like, at least that part isn't tainted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty wild, yeah. and like it, it, and it's been interesting too because like there's obviously been a lot of questions asked to Russian players, and so like there's been examples of like tennis players who yeah. have like you know when they signed the camera, the camera been like stop the war basically, yeah, and then um, Alex Ovechkin, who's arguably probably the most famous Russian that is in the U S yeah. um, they held him from press conferences for a couple days. Uh, and then finally he did have one where he spoke and like, he's been pretty famously a Putin supporter. Like yeah. he has pictures with him. They've been, you know, pretty tight, um, which isn't the best look at the best of times. Um, <laughs> but he also has family and that's still in Russia. And so right. whether he's in support or not support, he's put basically, he has no 
ability to say anything really like he's either gonna speak out about it and like his family his kids are there his wife is there and like now i've seen that like a whole bunch of countries have like blocked like russian flights from landing Mm -hmm. in their airspace so like even private jets like he cannot no longer fly his family out of russia essentially which is wild i didn't know that his family stayed in like his his wife and kids stayed in russia during the season i don't Um, think it's all the time i think it's pretty much just she filmed that commercial with him and backstrom (laughs) well that was probably done in the off season by the way i love that commercial as we've already (laughs) discussed it's like my favorite thing but he i mean the way he worded it and i get he's like obviously in a very tough position but no, uh, it was just not great. It, yeah, he really dodged the question. Um, it's interesting because you've like there's been players like Dominic Hasek, who is like a Hall of Famer Czech goalie. Yeah, obviously former USSR region. Yeah, region of the USSR um, has basically come out and said the NHL should void all contracts of Russian players, which is like. I, I like I understand his point. Like I don't think that's like something that logistically could happen, yeah. but like he's basically saying like you you always represent your country. And so if they are doing something like you you still represent them. But I think it's like maybe a bit unfair cuz there are players who have like like um Artemi, Artemi Panarin is like a pretty anti-Putin mm-hmm. person and has been for a long time and it's like gotten him in a lot of trouble in his home country and that kind of stuff. But like, you know, so is it fair to put him in the same category as Ovechkin, who's pro Putin? Like, what do you do in those kind of situations? There's been like discussions in the U S and, and among like the media, the people of the media and not even just sports, but like the media in general saying that like Biden sanctions aren't enough. And to be honest, like I don't understand the full, like it's too much for me. (laughs) I get the basics, but I don't know, like, the sanctions, as I saw, I'm like, obviously Putin doesn't give a shit, as we've learned. So, like, this might not stop him. But they've basically said, like, you should be banning any, like, Russian university students. Like, you should be rejecting, like, any university visas, any work visas for Russians in the U.S., like... But again, then it comes down to, like, what if that person is not pro- this situation like how can you then punish them for the fact that the leader of their country is like a horrible human being yeah yeah like i mean you run into the risk of like you have refugee situations and 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 i mean there is quite a bit of like even within russia um counter protests basically saying like we don't believe in in this and And like three thousand people from what i've heard at least have been arrested for like protesting the war in russia because you're not allowed to hold a protest in russia well and that's the thing like it's like these people who are protesting like they're not the idiots with the truckers (laughs) like they are like legitimately life on the line protesting also they're still wearing their masks so like shout out to that inconvenience that like people who are fleeing for their life can wear their mask but yeah it's it's like it's it's just interesting to see like some of those things that like because the sanction ability is limited because ukraine is not a nato country and so like the u.s can't just like pack up and like go jump into a war situation also that like would create like essentially a world war if they were to and so what they're able to do is like financially impact um you know there's already reports now like the russian banks are like 
limiting with financial withdrawals. Like you can take $20 out essentially cool. from the banks, so like, which will, in, which will put, yeah, put their country back into poverty kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, these like sporting things, which like, obviously we just finished the Olympics. You see how serious Russia takes their sporting events based off of like the coaching of the, the 15 year olds. Like, you know, like, so those are kind of things that I guess countries can do right now while they play out to see what happens. Like, um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's wild yeah. to see. And like the, just the impact that like, I saw one TikTok video and it was like, there's never been like a war of like this scale where like the people can talk to each other and like see what's happening and, and like, not just rely media. on like, yeah, not just rely on like, you know, the Russians newspapers propaganda yeah. kind of thing. Like, you know, like they, um, it's very much like a technical war, yeah. um, that's happening there. Well, there's, so. there's a, a brother, well, a pair of brothers who are on dancing with the stars. They like moved yeah. to the, the U S it sounds like their parents moved them for this reason, because they thought like one day that their kids would be fighting in a war, yeah. but the one brother, uh, Max happens to be in Ukraine right now. He was judging, I don't know, like Dancing with the Stars Ukraine or some dancing show in Ukraine and is, is now stuck there. Yeah. Um, so he's been like posting things throughout the day and like about him yeah, basically Ukraine- going to a bomb shelter. And he's like, I can't even leave. Like it's dangerous to even try to evacuate. Like, well, Ukraine has now said all like adult males are no longer allowed okay. to leave the country. Like they're being, right. they're not able to evacuate or anything. And so I he, don't know. I think he has U.S. citizenship, so technically he, does, yeah. he can leave. He, I think he made some comment that he has a U.S. passport, but he's like, it's dangerous to go to the borders. Like people are getting shot at at the borders. Like, yeah. and you don't like there's bombs flying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the situation is in terms of like their military requirements but I know like in the U.S. like it doesn't really matter if you're what country you're a citizen of if you're a resident of that country like you would be required to participate I don't know like yeah I don't have the the details but his wife and kid are here in the U.S. and yeah it's just like I don't know I mean I I found out very recently like within the last two years that the U.S. still has like any if you're a male between whatever ages you are, you, like you can be drafted into the war. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I feel like I don't, I mean, I don't know what the situation would be like now, but like, I don't think it'll be limited to just males any longer. Like no. it'll basically be, if you are an adult within probably, I would say probably like 18 to 40, yeah. like you will be automatically eligible for a draft kind of situation. Like, I just, I don't comprehend that. Maybe yeah. Canada also has that rule, and I just didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't ever had to look it up before, so that's kind of alarming no, that that's kind of a situation that we have to right. research at this point in time. I was like, oh, cool. Just learned what martial law meant. Amazing. Like, <laughs> feeling great about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing that I don't understand is um, the Russians are trying to make it seem like Ukraine is – led by like neo-Nazis. And I, I just, this is also very far to me. I'm like, that doesn't seem like the kid. I feel like we would know that. Right. Like we would know. Yeah. I mean, they are willing to make up any narrative to suit 
their point. Um, and the issue is like the again, unless you're on like TikTok or something, like whatever it is, you're just getting the Russian news that the Russian like media is feeding you, which is obviously yeah changed. It's um on on that note because one of the things that the Russians did was take out the internet capabilities in a lot of areas of Ukraine, especially some of the more rural areas. Um, and they're like, um. Secretary of Defense for like technology or something like that tweeted at Elon Musk. And Elon Musk said, responded, like, thank God he was available and not in Spain to Mars this week. Like, (laughs) but yeah, he like basically like you you send people to Mars and like you can't even put up these whatever like satellites basically to give us internet. And Elon Musk was like, there you go, they're set for you. Enjoy, enjoy Wi-Fi capabilities. Well, so the challenge with them is like. Like that was obviously a very significant thing that that Musk did, especially how quickly it was responded. But it's not just as simple as like, oh, let me connect to this Wi-Fi network. Like you have to have a special device um, in order to connect. So like there is still that logistical challenge of getting. He is, he is. But like, but the ability to get those out is a whole nother component as well. So. Um, um, but I mean, not the best time for the world number one in the tennis rankings to be from Russia. Like, you know, I didn't want it to be Djokovic anymore, but like, I was really hoping like Rafal or Annie Murray or something like that could like maybe just like regain their spot. I didn't, we didn't need it to be anyone from Russia. Well, let's not celebrate their achievements no. currently. <laughs> currently, but like at least the number one has fallen. Djokovic for his own yeah. reasons needed to be unseated. Well, he's not unseated, but he just is not no longer world He's number not, one, which yeah. is the longest stretch. I think that it hasn't either been like him, Nadal, Andy Murray, I think was on that list. Yeah. Like, since 2004. Yeah. Like Roger but, Federer um, probably was number one. It's like, yeah. Wild. I mean, Djokovic, Djokovic is basically saying that his, like he, he lost the number one ranking because he lost in a tournament in Dubai. And he said that he just hasn't had enough gameplay. And it's like, well, that's your fault, man. Like, like a you problem, not an yeah. us problem. Someone chose not to get vaccinated. And that someone is you. And I mean, it's, he's not going to be able to reclaim that spot because he won't be able to play in Indian Wells, which is coming up next month. Um, I'm curious to see, though, if Med, Medvedev, Med, uh, how do you Medvedev, say his last name? Medvedev. Yeah, Medivh. I don't know, like, will he be able to... Fly, like, even get in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where he's coming from, and I don't know what kind of um, passports or visas he yeah. holds kind of thing, but he is, um, yeah, probably not going to be faced with, like, the best reception in yeah. on American soil right now. We so be a little bit crazy. Yeah. And then, I mean, Djokovic isn't going to be, we already talked about it, like the French Open, he can't play in. He, I don't think, Wimbledon is the only one he might be able to play in. Like, he can't play the U.S. Open. So Yeah, the, the U.K. has dropped all of their vaccination yeah. requirements, I think, as of tomorrow. So, so like, good luck getting yeah. world number one status back. And, like, continue to lose. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, Speaking it just of other sad things posted on the internet this week. Can we please discuss Aaron Rodgers' ode to people he loves? Yeah, that was weird. He like posted this like carousel of Instagram pictures, like just talking about how like he loves his teammates and he had pictures with like the other quarterbacks on the team, he had pictures with like the other captains on the team. Yeah. 
Um, he had uh, Shailene. Shailene, who he like talked about how like he loved her, but then there was rumors of them maybe having gotten back together or like them maybe not being separated just, anymore. It was too much. Too much. Like, don't tell me that Instagram owed rekind- rekindled something because oh. it was not that good. No, and like. I just don't understand why it was posted. Like, people were like, oh, is this a retirement speculation? Like, what's happening? Because the the NHL, or NHL, the NFL free agency opens um, on the 15th, I believe, of March. So, obviously, people are wondering, like, where he's going to sign if yeah. not back with the Packers. Um But it was very weird. It was very weird. Maybe he was taking tips from Kanye. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, but... um, (laughs) Really? Are you sure? I mean, Kanye and Kim are, like, still battling out in the courts, and, like, Kanye is saying that his Instagram posts, you can't verify that they were written by him, despite him holding a sign up saying, this is Kanye, I was not hacked. (laughs) With the date. (laughs) With the date. Um, You cannot prove that that was... Connie that wrote that so I don't know yeah. if, if that's the route that Aaron Rodgers wants to go down here but look it might be one of the only routes that he has available to him yeah um one of the other big stories that we haven't talked about I don't think at all and on the pod is um the potential for a lockout in yeah. major league baseball coming up here yeah. um we're recording on the 27th and it sounds like tomorrow is the la- latest day they can reach a deal without yeah. delaying opening day. And it sounds day. like like the MLB has come out and said they don't think that a deal will be met with the players um, like Union. Yeah. And um, I mean, what are we going to do? That's like 142 games that Well, I, I mean, they've, they've already said like that you know, players are obviously not going to be paid for any games that they're yeah. not able to to play but um I mean there's like it sounds like they're pretty far apart um you know I think there's a few issues like who's eligible for arbitration is a major issue um the luxury tax um the who's who's eligible for that and how they can kind of skirt around some of the cap rules they have in place um from the player side of things they obviously yeah. want to see the revenue sharing changed but um it does not sound like they are very close together um and we're probably looking at a a lockout which is i don't remember what the last mlb lockout was i mean i don't think i've heard of one in like the time i've paid attention to the mlb (laughs) yeah well you might not were you born in 1990 yeah one year i was was fresh you're fresh and on that age and not know about the, no. the 1990 lockout. I'm sure my dad was talking to me about it. There was a, there was um, strikes, but for, for like lockouts, yeah. Um, yeah, that was the first time, which, you know, is a nice change compared to hockey where they have one every couple of years. So. I know. I was like, we've had Show a hockey one that. recently and everyone <laughs> went to play in Europe. Oh, man. Um. So. Yeah, it'll be, I mean, you saw, like, a lot of players just signing monster deals, like, right before the... Which the, happens in every yeah, sport threatening yeah. of, of a work stoppage there. Right. Um, so, hence why owners want there to be changes made to their CBAs. Yeah. Honestly, like, I look at some of those baseball games, and a lot of them are played during the day, and I get they have, like, 182 games, 
or however many it is. Like, it's too many. And half are at home. They're not that full. And, like, how are they getting the money to pay these players, like, tens of millions of dollars a year? Well, TV deals, largely. Um, But that's the the issue, right, is, like, you – it's not like we see a a team – rise from the ashes as like a Cinderella story. It's these like, it's the major market teams. Um, there's teams like the Rays that no one goes to that like can't even play in their own yeah. city because they can't afford to do it. But that's why one of the issues that they're arguing for right now is like a reallocation of the revenue sharing because, you know, there are teams that make money, the Yankees, the Dodgers. Okay, like, like Yankees, Dodgers, those yeah. I get because they Red also Sox, have like, like national TV yeah. deals, whereas like the Minnesota Twins aren't being broadcast in LA unless they're playing yeah. an LA team, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's like, I mean, and that's a problem in across all sports yeah. and, and um, you know, and that's something like you even look at um, the impact in the NHL with like teams like Toronto not having any fans is like they are a large revenue share with a team like the Coyotes. And so by, you know, that was a big reason why a lot of the games in here up here in Canada were postponed rather than just played empty because it, that money is needed to keep other members of the, yeah. the league afloat. And yeah. so, yeah, it's so big we'll business. See. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I don't usually tune into baseball till like October anyways. Right. So like right. we've got some time before I care. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back at that point. There'll be an abbreviated season. Like, yeah. Players don't like going too long without money. That's the one exactly. thing I've learned from, from exactly. work stoppages in other leagues. Exactly. So, like yeah. you're giving up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe we should talk a little bit more about some of the pop culture. I guess we probably could have talked about this while we were discussing uh, Russia, Ukraine, but right. we've got a, a very, um, important message from Annalyn McCord. Basically, she has come out and said in a lengthy... Um, Wait, should we explain who she is? Because, like, I don't know that she's, like, a common household name. I only know her from um, the reboot of 90210, which I think yeah. lasted, like, two seasons, maybe three. Like, I, I don't really think... I don't think it was, like, a a huge hit. It was on the CW back when we were, like, (laughs) in junior high, probably. Um, Don't think she's done anything since um, or anything, like, of note. But she has um, released a video in which she appears to have written a poem (laughs) to Vladimir Putin about how he wasn't loved enough as a child. Child, and that's why he's doing this. And it's like, uh, if I was your mother, <laughs> it's like it's like so long that like I had to stop watching. I, it didn't fit in in the entire like reel of the Instagram the video that I saw it posted on kind yeah. of thing. Like, and I was like, I'm not continuing to no, YouTube to really, see the end of this. Really, you only need like 30 seconds to get the gist of what she's saying because yeah. it's just the same things about how the world, like we'd be so happy. And like, if, if he, if she was his mother, he yes. would be a happy baby. Basically. He would have been hugged and loved yes. and all that and kind loved. of stuff. Yes. Yeah. 
But I mean, thankfully, no other celebrities felt that this was an important message to join in on. Um, Like some of the pandemic messages, like when they sung Imagine and like that kind of that kind of thing. Um, This was straight up just Anna by herself. I just want to know, like, does she have some ties to like Russia and Ukraine that we don't know about? Because this seemed very personal and... I don't recall her being, like, Russian or something. It does not say anything on her Wikipedia entry, other than she was, like, raised in Georgia. Okay, so props. Um, she was, yeah, her dad was a Christian pastor. Um, she was homeschooled. I mean, maybe there's some some encouragement of why education's important, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, There's nothing in here to suggest that she would have some sort of tie to either of those so countries. It's so weird. It's so... Can't we just do things like, I don't know, Lake Lively and Ryan just Reynolds? Just send money. Where, where they yeah. basically said, hey, donate to this. We'll match up to a million dollars. Like, here we go. <laughs> just send money. <laughs> don't post about anything that is your thoughts. Just reshare, like, the New York Times post on Instagram and say I'm donating here. Like, that's all you have to do, celebrities. Yeah. We've got it covered. Um, Let your publicists have a weekend where they don't have to worry about what you posted on Twitter. (laughs) Right. Um, I don't know if you have ever watched, like, The Real Housewives, but um, Real Housewives of New York, there's this one housewife who, crazy, love her, but she's, like, a little bit unhinged. Um, but she, she ends, ended up like getting Bethany Frankel, very successful in business. And now she's, I mean, she did a lot, um, for Puerto Rico when there was the, the hurricane and everything there. And now she sent like a bunch of, um, and she sent like $10 million of supplies over to Ukraine to, so they set up in Poland for when they cross the border, they can get like. I don't know. First aid kits and food and food, stuff like that. So like, just do that. It's it's interesting. It's interesting that you mentioned the hurricane relief because um, back to the dancer um, that's in Ukraine, Max, Max, he danced with Christy Alley one season on dancing with the stars. Yeah. And she like noted Trump supporter, obviously like unhinged. Um, Also she's 71. When I read that article, I was it shocked i don't know why but shocked anyways okay not the purpose of the story um but she she essentially posted on her instagram that like we don't know what's true and what's fact and um like sending like thoughts and prayers basically the saying both sides she's 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 supporting kind of thing and max like said we haven't spoken in a while, but I worked alongside you doing like relief for like the hurricanes. And like, if you don't know which side you're on, like we don't want your thoughts and prayers. And I was like, good on him. Like, absolutely. Like there is no right reason to be on team Putin here. Like, no. And he's like, yeah, he's come out and said, he's like, I'm not reporting. Every time he posts a video, he's like, again, I'm not a reporter. Like, yeah, I just want to show you what's actually going on. Like he's there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you can hear the the air raid sirens in the background right. kind of like, thing. Like Chrissy Alley, go back to Weight Watchers. We don't need you. <laughs> I wouldn't even do that. I don't want to see her on TV at all. Just drop off the face of the earth. The only Christy Alley moment I love was um 
what was that documentary mockumentary called with Christy Alley in it and Kirsten Dunst uh, about the beauty pageant. Oh, um, um, oh my God. How do I not remember dude, this? I can't think of it. I can't, it's not going to come to me. <laughs> okay. I'll probably think of it in the middle, but I'm like, that was, I, that's like one of my favorite shows. Um, drop Jay gorgeous. There we go. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, um, probably the only Christy Alley moment that's worth talking about here. So. Right. It was just a lot. She's a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot she existed until that that moment when I saw that article. Um, in some good news stories for the week, Amanda Bynes filed to end her conservatorship after ten right. years. So, and it sounds like her parents are in support of it too. So that's like pretty good progress. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Britney Spears is about to get paid. So here's for ending conservatorship. She signed yeah. like a fifteen million dollar tell all book deal. Which I can only hope she's having a ghostwriter to take the thoughts oh my God. from her brain and put them I on can't the read it. I can't read it if it's like anything like her Instagram captions. Like, I just cannot. With like random emojis. And like, it's just like her whole stream of thoughts into one run on sentence. Like, I just, I can't even read the captions anymore. They're too much. Yeah. So we will hope for a, a ghostwriter, but great for her. I'm sure, you know, Jamie Lynn's upset that her book. Wasn't signed for $15 million, but here we go. Um, I do have to say that I hope um, Amanda's conservatorship ends and then she can finally do the sequel to She's the Man that I have been waiting for my whole life. Um, what is the sequel that you wish? I, I don't know what it would be like. I just want there to be another one because I just love that movie so much. Honestly, it's a really good, it's a good movie, a great movie. <laughs> it is fantastic. It's An like, all-time all classic. That was when Channing Tatum was like right off his entrance into the world step up. And yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah, there's so, there's so many lines in it that are like, just my sister and I just quote them all of the time. And then my parents are like, what are you saying? And we just like use another quote and they get so upset at if we have like family dinner and it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so I just need more material to work with. All I'm saying is Amanda, yeah. like, cause you come out of retirement for, for that purpose. Please, Thank you. She did make, like really good like teen rom-com movies in like our teen years yeah 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 um, there was like obviously she's a man and then there was like um the playoff of snow white where she um lived in the house the nerdy frat house yes Sydney White. there was the one she was in london i think and she finds out her dad's like the prime minister yeah um what, what I like about you or oh, something like that? Yeah, Is that, that one? That was so good. No, that was a show with um, Jenny Garth. Oh, why can't I think of it? Um, but, what a girl wants. That's what oh, I was trying yes. to say. Yeah, not what I like about you. Yeah. But she was in a show, what I like about you. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, she? I'm oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm looking at her Wikipedia now, what I like about you. Who is that? I'm going to have to go back and try to find that. It's been a long time. Yeah, you're right. Jenny Garth was yeah. in it. Oh my god, I feel like I must watch that on like TJF or something. There was like some really good looking guy in it who's been non-existent since and I can't I can't think of his name, but Ooh, Simon Rex maybe? Perhaps. I don't know if I can't tell from his Wikipedia picture if that's if he's attractive or not. It's like a Polaroid basically. Um but we'll have to investigate that. Right, further. Yeah. yeah. Um 
Uh, in weird news, um, Sam Hunt, that's like a whole situation of what is going on there that I need more details on. Okay, so obviously we've all listened to Drinking Too Much. Like, we know you cheated, Sam Hunt. Like, we got it. <laughs> Understood. We were there. But then, and and re- he's gone relatively into like non-existence. Since marrying her, like basically after he released drinking too much, he went and chased her down, engaged, married very quickly. Like it took like five years for us to get another album. Like he was like straight up non-existent and we were like, come on, give us some more music. First one was banger. Right, right. So he goes into non-existence. I think a lot of it is because of her, like, you know, there's like rumors that she doesn't want him in the spotlight, blah, blah, blah. But turns out, whirlwind week, she files for divorce, claims basically adultery, but he cheated again. In the divorce filings, we find out she's pregnant. pregnant. She drops that she's having a child in May, which don't comprehend why that needs to be like, I mean, I guess it has to be in the divorce. It needs child support and alimony, not just alimony. Yeah. So, I mean, she better hope that he's allowed to release a new album after this, like... But he's now, yeah, without prejudice. So she could still like, um, refile, refile it. But there's like really not any details of like why she pulled it or like any of that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's very, very bizarre. The whole situation. Like it's so weird. And it was, it was withdrawn within hours of filing it. So I don't understand what happens within like mere hours where you're like at the point where you're filing for divorce and then you're not anymore. Like I, maybe she wasn't expecting, like from all accounts, she's been pretty like private, like yeah. doesn't like being in the public eye, but like you had to know that when you filed, it was going to hit the news cycle. You're so like, to me, like, yeah, like to me that that can't make, it can't be like, Oh, I didn't want this to like get out kind right. of thing. Like, but, like, I mean, she almost made it sound like there was, like, some sort of, like, abuse situation. Because it not a, only adultery, there was cruel and inhumane treatment. Right. Um, and inappropriate marital conduct. So, like, to me, that sounds like he got maybe a little bit aggressive yeah. in the situation kind of thing. But. I'm just going to say this. Like, I don't think she's that pretty. <laughs> And it, this has nothing to do with, like, obviously, if you abused her, like, that's very wrong. But it's just, like, I don't know. Like, when I saw her after the whole, like, drinking too much, come back to me, like, I, I was just like, wow, okay. This is not who I pictured body like a back road to be that <laughs> Well, I mean, it sounds like it was. But, um, yeah, I don't know. She's so... Uh, I don't know what's happening here now with the withdrawal of filing. Um, it sounds like there's possibly the, it, it could have been a human error on like where it was filed. Um, but you would have thought that that would have like been kind of released at this point in time, but yeah, yeah, who knows? So we'll have to just see, but hopefully we get a breakup album if that's the case. Uh, that's all I can hope so, for. Um, yeah. I do feel like we need to discuss love is blind quickly. Yes. <laughs> Because we made it through the weddings. So spoiler alert if you haven't made it that far. Um, you guessed every single one correctly. I'm actually so impressed with myself on that. I did so bad. 
Didn't you go like three for five? No. I thought that Nick was going to say no. Yeah, well, he was sweating so profusely, he should have said he no. He sweat through his pants. But, I mean, who dressed him in gray? And it was like 100 degrees and humid in Chicago. Like, not the not the best move. So she's come out. I looked at her Instagram. She's come out and posted this, like, lengthy post about how the breakdown in Mexico was, um, like, edited, poor, like, production value and, like, she had told him something, like, really significant before he left to go to this party. And then she had a panic attack or whatever it was. And it's like, you still told him to go, right? Like, I'm yeah. confused. I don't know. I mean, I would say, like, it sounds like it's yeah, all, it's all filmed. As well. Like, it wasn't just the Mexico thing. Then she's, like, talking about how she was 70 pounds overweight in front of his, like, obese family member. I mean this was all filmed like a year plus ago so like I don't see any of them still together but the reunion is next Friday so we have to wait for that to find out but you got three right you just had the people you had the people who said yes wrong so but you still predicted like three of the weddings would or would not happen correctly so you didn't do too bad fine yeah um I did appreciate Shake's meltdown after Difty said no, as he was like trying to play it man cool. He didn't just. He still has reservations at Nobu. Okay, I saw this TikTok. I don't know if you sent it to me or like I saw I saw it on my. (laughs) This one guy was like, "Dude, I can get a a reservation at Nobu right now." It's not that exciting. Just went on an open table and hit a quick <laughs> reservation, please. Basically. Oh, oh man. man. And he's like, you know, but, I'm glad she did it. Like, I w- didn't want to be the one to do it. Like, you would have said yes. He 100% would have said yes. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like we just need to have more of a conversation on it after the reunion happens yeah. because I need to know um, what the fallout from all of these <laughs> situations have been. Um, but they had some, some bad contestants. Like they just were not, they were really going for like the, like representation, which great Netflix, like, okay. But I just, it was like, Shane was on cocaine the entire time. The entire time. (laughs) I was like friends for brunch and I was like, are we just in agreement that he was just doing lines constantly? And they're like, wow, I never thought about that, but you're so right. Like, I liked Natalie, but, like, yeah. the longer she stayed with him, I was like, girl, like, like, just get your life together. Like, like really? That's who you want to be with? Like, the way he was looking after, like, the bender of the bachelor party, like, on the morning of the wedding, I was like, wow, this guy is coming off of one. Like, for sure, in the next year, we're going to hear some story about, like, Shane from Love is Blind enters rehab, or, like, Shane from Love is Blind gets arrested for DUI, something like that. Like, he's, he is not leaving the news here, so. Him and Shayna just need to get together. Like, that has to be coming out as part of the reunion, because, like, you know what, they belong together. I mean, tune in next week, where we will discuss (laughs) what happens. (laughs) Oh man, what a treat! The show is great. They're casting the next season, so we in Dallas, least, right? Yeah, is that what I heard? Yeah, so <clears throat> so we have at least have one more. Yeah, 
All right. Well, on that note, um, I guess we should wrap up and we'll reconvene the discussion after the reunion next week. Sounds good. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.